copyright to that. <laughs> awesome, folks. Yeah. I want to say thank you very much for all of you guys for hanging out. Awesome, awesome. And it's always fun for you guys sitting here singing songs about things and just trying <laughs> to figure out how to make the show sound a little bit different since I really sucked at doing that intro last time. So thank you guys. So this is uh, Day Two Water Cooler. This is episode number 311. And um, this particular oh. episode is brought to you by ServerPress, makers of desktop servers. So make sure you go over to our website over at serverpress.com. We appreciate that. So today we're going to be talking about um, about automatic updates. It, this is something that's come up. It comes up quite often. We have these issues that happen, and it's like, oh, more, more automatic updates. Great. Should we introduce ourselves first? Or? Yeah, we should introduce ourselves. Who <laughs> cares? Okay. Danny, how about you, dude? Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, I grew up in Brazil, moved here in 1996. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. He, he does what you ask. Fast now I live in Las Vegas and I uh, co-organize the WooCommerce Meetup and I, I'm a regular at the WordPress Meetup here in Vegas too. Been using WordPress um, from since 2010, mostly. Nice. He's a good, a good follower of directions. Yep. <laughs> Steve, what's your life story? <laughs> I am Steve Zegan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive. I run the OC WordPress meetup, um, and I'm also on the organizing committee for WordCamp OC. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Wow. Sweet, sweet. Miss Say Reed, how about you? Oh, hey, hi. I'm Say. I don't live in Minnesota. <laughs> Is that cultural appropriation? <laughs> uh, but, who am I? I make WordPress, preach WordPress, teach WordPress at Sayred Media on all the things. And uh, I I don't know if I'm going to any of those camps. I was just trying to figure, what day is that camp? That OC camp, that there? April 27th and 28th. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna go to that one. That sounds like a plan. You should, we miss you. Yeah. How about you, Jason Cosper? Tell us about yourself. Hey, what up everybody? It's Jason Cosper, uh, Aquarius. Uh, AKA Fat Mullenweg, uh, just happy to uh, be here and talk WordPress. <laughs> awesome, good to have you on, man. Uh, good to have you on. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker, you can follow me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website's jasontucker.blog. And um, I do the show as well as WP Blab. You can go take a look at that. That happens on Thursdays. We actually talked about design on one of these shows. I, we have never talked about design, I don't think, at least not, that's not, not true. Not in a great way on here, but we talked a lot about design <laughs> last yesterday and it was it was pretty neat because Michelle actually works um, one of her clients is Target and we were talking a whole Mark bunch Time of Mark Time Media. Yeah, Mark Time Media. Sorry. So it's just about plug Target, plug their culture and stuff and it, it was really cool. So definitely go take a look at that episode. Nice. It was it was pretty great. So let's talk about updates. You know, we had new versions of WordPress come out. We've had Gutenberg come out. We've had all sorts of fun things that just kind of blew up in our faces and just things start breaking. What do you guys think? Where should we start with this? I hate automatic updates. Get redder and redder, but it, it's... I've always hated automatic updates. Automatic updates, I have them disabled on literally everything, so... Let's, let's start with Manny. I'm Manny, on that side. Hey. Manny, asked, Manny asked a question during the pre-show, and I think, it was, I think it was good. So let's start there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got, think um, something um, happened here. I got, like, uh, four calls from clients that um, the sites out of the blue get like the white screen of death. And then I realized um, the hosting companies pushed from 5.6 to 7, PHP 7. 
yeah. that broke their sights, you know. Um, oh. Uh, so I guess they should, they must have had like notifications to those clients, but they didn't pay attention or anything, right? Right, so, they, they just ignored those emails. So let's, yeah. let's give some background for the audience because we're in a weird transitional period right now, right? We're, we've got two major technologies that are, that are going through transitions. We've got WordPress yeah. going from four to five, right? So Gutenberg got rolled out and we've got PHP being upgraded from 5.x, you know, typically six, to seven or seven point one or seven point two, depending on depending on where you're at, right? It's and those there's a lot happening at once. But seven PHP seven, I think, is an important one to talk about because, um, and Cosper could probably address this, but PHP five is being sunsetted, right? Yeah, PHP five is sunsetted. It's sunsetted. So it's when is is it? It's sunset. But it, it, so it's support. There's no longer support for PHP five. It works, but it's no longer being supported. Um, so right. yeah, and and PHP seven is on its way out. I believe it's only getting security releases at this point. Um, I love that we're talking about automatic upgrades to a software base that is literally being phased out. Like that's how behind this is. This discussion well, about PHP has been happening for years, yes. years. But, but years now, years. now at the very least, in the state of the word, Matt has has said, and they are working on uh, getting the minimum requirement from 5.2 to 5.6, which is phased out, but still, uh, then they will move it up to 7, 7.1, 7, 7.2. They're, they're, they're basically uh, on a timeline and, and have something set um, to, to get us on uh, a more modern version of PHP. But he, he, here's the deal, right? You can turn off automatic upgrades for WordPress Right, so your core code in WordPress can't be updated, but you can't turn on a, on an you can't turn off an automatic update for PHP. Uh, I mean, you well, I mean, if, depending on the kind of host that you have, there's like 10 million notices, but really those notices have shifted. They're no longer saying, "Oh, if you want to opt out, click over here." Now they're saying, "This is happening. Get your stuff in order." So I'm, I'm really, I'm re, good point. I mean, I'm referring to managed hosts, but I know on WP Engine, I can't turn off those upgrades to PHP seven. Oh, those just are going. No, they're, they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I have a question too. What happened if, like, when we go to the minimum requirement to be seven? What happened to those plugins that don't no doesn't work on seven? Are they going to be too, out of too bad? So sad. <laughs> so, but are they going to still be available on the repo? I mean, that's that's a good question. Uh, I assume is that rhetorical? It will be for for some time until the meta team and the plugin team, you know, decides what they want to do. I'm sure that's a discussion that if they haven't had already, they're going to have. Um, yeah. So I, I would I would hope that they stop sh at least showing the results um, when you search for them, but they'll still you know be there if you like visit a, a slug directly or whatever. That's so, that's what I assume will probably happen in the short term. Well, we talk about, I mean, we've, we've actually talked about this quite a bit uh, in recent weeks, right? So pay attention to what's going on on, on the WordPress plugin directory, right? If a plugin hasn't yeah. been updated in a while, or if it shows that it's not compatible with the most recent version of WordPress, those are those are things to pay attention to, or you can end up like Manny's clients. Yeah, because right now- I'm not, right, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. Yeah. right now, once you go to, to a plugin page, it does say like PHP version, you know, 5.2 or higher, but um, that is not actually true to, to many of those. Right. right. 
So and some of those plugins just never get updated because the developers like, you know what? I'm going to let this ride. I already wrote this thing. It's great. It does one little echo and that's it. There's nothing special going on here. I'm just going to put that out there and they just put it out there and they never update it and it just sits there, but everyone's using it still. And you're like, at some point you got to update this thing, dude. Like, I don't know, just. It's yeah. like as, as somebody with plugins in the repo, uh, it's not that hard to go into uh, the appropriate files, uh, bump it, do uh, like bump the compatible PHP version, bump the compatible uh, WordPress version. Um, and then basically save it out, do a subversion check-in, which is probably the hardest part. Um, and then you're good. Yeah. Do you guys think this happened because um, uh, the foundation is still running on this old um, source control software instead of GitHub or Git? No, I don't, think, I don't think that has much to do with it. I mean, it's it's fairly straightforward from a, like Cosper said, if you're uh, a developer that, that even knows a little, I mean, go into the subversion page on WordPress and, and figure it out. It's not, it's not difficult. It has nothing to do with the version, with the, the, um, the type of code uh, repository that it's running on though. Um, what I think is that, look, there's just plugins that have been abandoned, right? That's just what happens, right? People throw up a plugin and they just, they don't manage it anymore. And we can't expect that they will. They're doing this on their own time and on, on, their, own, on their own dime. So, it's, it's really up to us as developers and up to site owners to pay attention to these things, mm -hmm. right? To see if your plugins are out of date. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you know, I, I mean, I, I, oh, please I, say. I, I was just going to say, it's not just about code, right? Uh, I think, I mean, obviously everything, you know, starts with code, but uh, if you are just using a plugin that you've been using for a client for the last two to three years, or plugins that you have been using for various clients and you don't go back and look at it and say, Hey, you know, Hey, there's two more plugins that are doing this thing that, you know, I don't have to do a workaround for, or just go back and examine the space. You know, I, I'm always so pleasantly surprised when I go back to step, like do research on different plugins and different solutions, even six months later. And especially right now, since so much new stuff is coming out constantly in conjunction with PHP seven in conjunction with, you know, Gutenberg, Five, whatever you know whatever we're calling it now um it's good to go back not just for the code is my point it's good to go back and look at that stuff and not just get complacent with the plugins either because so much new stuff is happening so i did a, a kind of a tangent but related to this i did a site review this week and they were using a a theme a theme force theme called bridge that i had never encountered before right it's called it was called bridge and the theme itself was two and a half years old, right? So my, part of my point here is this is not just applies, this doesn't just apply to plugins, it also applies to themes. So the theme that they were using was released in June of 2016, right? Here's the problem is this theme also forced Visual Composer. Yeah. Now, I'd never seen this before, forced, right? So what this theme did is it actually takes Visual Composer out of your plugins listings in, in the plugin directory. You don't even see that it's installed and forces it to be active. That's what this theme does. Yeah. Now, the version of Visual Composer that they were using was version 4.12, which their current version is like 5.7 and was seriously out of date. And there were all kinds of problems, right? And so um, these things exist. Say, I can't, we can't hear you, you're muted. Which is the way we like it, but <laughs> no, I was going to say that's shocking. I'm I'm surprised that that was not running smooth. It's weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, 
Whoa. And then crazy. upgrading visual composer went well as well, right, Steve? You just upgraded <laughs> it in your you guys, you guys, everybody here knows how I feel about visual composer. <laughs> but it lets you drag and drop. No. <laughs> but VC stands for very cool. No, no. That's true. <laughs> no, but so wait, I, I actually have a question, not to like get totally tangential with this, but uh, you just did that code review, so you haven't done the, the you haven't fixed it yet, but is your recommendation to go through an upgrade process for that to, to get it working and then convert to something else? Or are you yeah, like, scrap yeah, this thing? Yeah, let's, let's, just update, let's just update Visual Composer and Bridge. That's all that needs to be done with the site. What can no, possibly? I don't know, like as like a stepping stone or do you just like burn it? Steve, as a, friend, as a friend, Steve, I want to I want to make sure that I'm I'm helping you out. Do you need a Wix or Squarespace? With <laughs> no, the, the I can hook a brother up if you need to. You know, the recommendation is to move on to a onto a more modern theme, right? And strip out Visual Composer, right? the The other part of this theme that it's doing is it's not just Visual Composer; it installs its own. Uh, let me give you a list here. I'm so, surprised that, that a theme that bundles and forced Visual Composer did something else wrong. It, it, also, weird. it also includes a custom post type for portfolios, testimonials, sliders, carousels, and a masonry gallery. So it installs all of this technology and the client wasn't using any of it. Are those all separate I, I, plugins? Or are they like just built no, into the theme? Those, those things are actually all built into the theme. Oh, wow. So none of, nothing is following best practices. Sorry, Cosper, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I see why the client wants to use it because it just has everything. Every imagine. <laughs> it's like a good deal. Yeah, and it's probably all that sounds great. Too, I mean, right? yeah, the, the old version of Visual Composer aside, and, and I think in 5.0, they, uh, they did a full rewrite of Visual Composer. They did. Um, which probably which why that's not updated. Yeah, exactly. Well, and also the theme hasn't been updated in two years. So that's a, yeah. Um, interestingly, to, uh, to steer things back to, uh, to Manny, I, I know that uh, with uh, PHP uh, upgrades uh, for, you know, like your, your core sites and, and everything else, um, there is uh, from uh, my old employer, um, uh, friend friend of the show uh, WP Engine, they have a PHP compatibility checker um, that is absolutely. Uh, I mean, at, at Liquid Web, we use it because it, it works and it works well. Uh, it, it it does catch some stuff that isn't always like it does catch some false positives. But the level of false positives, especially since it has been a plugin and they've added um, false positives to check for. Um, or you know to, to kind of to gloss over, um, it's it's become very good and and works um, quite well. I mean, it's uh, sometimes we have to have interesting discussions with uh, customers who are like, "Hey, why is there this WP Engine thing on my website?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, they built a tool and they built a good tool, so game recognized game," you know. One of the things they do, uh, the other things they do at WP Engine is inside of your control panel, there is actually a button where you can just say preview my site under PHP 7, no, whether you plug it or not. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it, and in the Liquid Web uh, portal, basically, uh, you have your option of 5677172. And um, if you're on 56 uh, and you click the 72 button, it doesn't just go, okay, you're on 72 now. It makes a copy of your site puts it on 
then sees how it runs on 7.2 with the PHP compatibility checker, checks for errors, et cetera. If it's successful, then you're good to go. Like then you're that's, actually- uh, that's, that's what I feel like managed hosting, if you're doing an automatic update, right? That's kind of what has to be done. So I'm curious, Manny, not to like out your, who you're hosting with or whatever, but like, that doesn't sound like that was happening. Cause I was, you know, shouldn't, they maybe got notification just by email. You're saying that there was something wrong, but they did it anyway. They didn't like put it back. So yeah, I had to do that. Oh, is that, did they, yeah, they I know just, like, for example, HostGator, be, if you, if you mess something up, you <laughs> 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 don't have to name names. I was just wondering. Rhymes with. Yeah. No, actually <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, um, hosting companies, you know, um, um, SiteGround did this. They pushed to, I think it's 7.1, I think the, the, the default mode system one. Yeah. And it's, it's super easy. They allow you to go back to 5.6 and then, you know, fix all, everything that you have to fi do to run on 7 and then, you know, um, change this, the, the, the thing, you know. And I, and, I, I, and I understand why they're doing this. And it's even better, you know, it's, the site is so much faster on, on PHP 7 now that uh, I think um, even though the client got like, pissed because the site was down for a while. Now they see that this, the site's super, so much faster that they like it, you know, that it's running on PHP 7. The, the thing know, that I, I think, think is, oh, please. <laughs> I was gonna say that, that I was gonna take us in a, in a little bit of a, a different direction. So that's why I was saying, please say it, but okay. Um, <laughs> it, I, I actually think it is uh, interesting because um, something that we go through as a managed uh, WordPress host is um, and, and not every managed host does this, uh, but we offer plugin upgrades. Um, and we actually have a managed WooCommerce product uh, where yes, we offer plugin upgrades, but upgrading WooCommerce core uh, can sometimes be a little problematic. Like if you automate um, these things that are central to your site's experience, um, you know, WooCommerce, uh, especially, um, you know, a, an update between um, you know, this version and the next, there, there could be some small breaking changes that, um, you know, the whole set of extensions of, of that you're running haven't quite updated for this yet, haven't quite like they should, um, because um, WooCommerce is great about offering release candidates and stuff like that before they actually offer the upgrade, but uh, it's not always the case. And, you know, Manny, Manny kind of framed this originally as a white screen, right? I actually see a white screen as a good thing because then you know there's a problem, right? And I can go in, yeah. I can, well, I can look as a developer, I can look at the PHP error log. I can, and typically it's just a, a line or two of code that I need to make an adjustment for and I can fix a white screen. The worst ones are when there's a problem that you, that's not obvious. You can't see something that's going on in the background. And WooCommerce, the reason I want to mention this is because Cosper brought up WooCommerce. WooCommerce has so many background processes, right? Especially if you're running recurring transactions that you may not know there's a problem until weeks later. It also has a lot of um, extensions that are third party that are mm -hmm. performing really crucial components of the of the purchase process you know so it's not just woocommerce running by itself ever yeah and that's a show a stack well mini stack the woocommerce add-on store is a show all by itself because they have their own set of rules that they run under right it's not their their plugins aren't vetted the same way as uh, what's in the plugin directory it's a whole separate deal 
right? And not, the quality is not always there. You can't just install a WooCommerce add-on and, and count on the best. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. I have a question for Jason. When you guys do the plugin upgrades, do you actually test the website, like all the possible scenarios and stuff like that, or just do the so we do. We do have a, a regression tester. So uh, effectively, uh, when the site gets upgraded, um, we check uh, the main page and a few other pages uh, and actually do uh, at least a very basic visual comparison. Um, so if uh, you update the site and all of a sudden it says error establishing a database connection or even to the extent where- um, Even you saying that makes me anxious. I was yeah. like, Ugh. Or, or, <laughs> or even your sidebar hops down 20 pixels, it'll go, eh, some things have changed. So we didn't actually upgrade these plugins. And it will send you a message like, hey, you might want to take a look at this and make sure that things are okay for you before you mash the upgrade button. Like we go ahead and hand that back to you to like, okay, you, you push the button. <laughs> You're like, here's your accountability yeah. back. There you go. Yeah. There so might be some problems. So I've, I've heard I've heard Cosper speak about testing and especially about uh, uh, visual testing, and that's it's really um, fascinating stuff. If you if you're not a Liquid Web customer, one of the other uh, one of the SaaS products out there uh, that um, that I recommend is called Ghost Inspector. That kind of it does what uh, what Cosper is talking about as well, which will do a visual check of your site so that when code is changed, you roll out something, you can tell it. You can set a percentage basically and say, if this site is more than 20% different from what it was before this rollout, send me an alert, right? You can even, we, we have it set up where it'll block your, our code rollouts uh, if, if, it, uh, if it fails Ghost Inspector tests. Yeah, especially for, I think, WooCommerce updates. Um, whenever we do like uh, WooCommerce updates and upgrades, we actually, we had to do the whole checkout. We go, we usually do that on staging and then, you know, test the whole thing, which takes time. And sometimes there are so many different scenarios that you have to test different products. You know, this is a subscription. This one is a, pro a variable product. This one is a simple product and whatever, you know. So it, it, the upgrade takes time because of the testing that we have to do after that, you know, especially, you know, if there was sites that have like uh, a lot of transactions, you know. So, so uh, I, I have a question about that uh like when so you're you know you're not a host right manny and obviously steve you're not a host right so like we were talking about the host notifying the customer that their uh php version was going to change and i'm assuming you know i don't know whether you guys have maintenance clients or contracts with your clients or how that works but you know a maintenance contract doesn't necessarily account for php compatibility testing and upgrades so is that something that you you contact like like at what point do you tell your clients, hey, FYI, um, PHP is coming out. We're going to need to upgrade all your stuff. Here's how much that's going to cost. And then like educate them on the, the fact that like that's just happening and they don't really have a choice moving forward. Like what is that where's When is that conversation taking place with you, you guys? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, uh, I think it depends. Sometimes we do have, we do do the hosting, you know, we, we have like AWS account with EC2 instances for some clients, but uh, yeah, some other clients, uh, they think that uh, once the site is up there, that's it, you know, you don't touch it anymore. But um, I usually tell them, like I compare like a, a house, you have to maintain your house, right? You have to, you know, after so many years, you have to paint your house, you have to do uh, maintenance. Otherwise, you know, the house, you know, 
degrade. It's run down. Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you have to, otherwise something else bad could happen, you know, and um, and then we actually, we, we do have to scare them a little bit, right? If it, the price to do this, it's this right you now. Break a, you just break a little fact. thing. Yeah, if, if, if the site crashes or something and then you are in a hurry and it's Saturday night and I'm on a date with my girlfriend, then the right? price is twice the, the price, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that white screen is going to cost you on Saturday night, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's fairly interesting um, that, um, that you can say like, okay, you know, things, things are going to break, um, things are going to happen, you know, over the course of, of uh, maintenance. An easy way to spin uh, some of those maintenance, like, okay, I, I want to do maintenance or uh, have you set up on a maintenance contract for your clients. Um, you can effectively say to them, like, especially if you get some pushback on that, um, think of it like you're in an office building right now, probably. Um, you know, the office pays somebody to come through and empty the trash every day. Um, pay someone to come through and vacuum the carpets once a week. Um, you, you can do that yourself. <laughs> uh, save the money, or and, and potentially, um, you know, forget about that trash can in the back, and all of a sudden it's overflowing. <laughs> um, you know, um, not vacuum for a few weeks, and the next thing you know, you're you're tracking dirt, you know, into the rest of the office building or whatever. Or there's Things a rat like problem, which I think is a great extension of this analogy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> we pay um, for our house. We pay to have an exterminator come through. Uh, and we don't have a bug problem, um, but he sprays for uh, all the bugs that we yeah. might have. And yeah, it's, it, it's insurance. There are two different also, also types of updates, right? That is like just like the feature upgrades and then there are the security updates, which is, I think, usually when the security ones, they push it right away. They don't care if it's going to break it or not, right? because it could affect all the clients, right? Well, and, and the security updates come in minor point releases normally. Um, and, and, you know, minor point releases have broken things in the past. They've broken smaller things, um, but they've still managed to uh, to break things. But then at that point, they push another release that that has the, uh, the fix for that thing that they just broke. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. and I think it, I think it's also like the street out front of your office that is being updated. You have no control over that at all, but they're resurfacing the street. Um, that's maintenance, but it has nothing to do with you, but has everything to do with you. And that's just, you know, that's PHP being upgraded. That's all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. there's things I, you can't I, control. I like, that's, I like, uh, I like Manny's initial analogy of, of the house, right? The way yeah. we, uh, the way we typically talk about maintenance is just set those expectations right up front with the, with, with all of our clients. So in, in part of our kickoff meeting, we let them know, Hey, these are things that can change on your website that are out of our control. Right. And so they will have to be dealt with and, and, and we've got your back and that's what, that's what maintenance is for. So in this, in this case with PHP seven, like, are you, contacting your clients and saying, hey, we need to do some extra testing so, and make sure this works? Or is it um, included? It, are you doing that as part of your ongoing maintenance testing? Or So what we didn't, what we didn't talk about is the emails that come out constantly from WP Engine, <laughs> right? So a WP emails, Engine, yeah. where a lot of my clients host, right, is it sends out all these warning emails. And I have my clients set up their own relationship with the hosting company, right? So they get these emails. 
right? So I actually don't have to do much. I get the emails <laughs> forwarded from the clients saying, okay, what are we going to do about this? The, yeah, especially when the, 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 when the words like imminent are in there, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like a, a, a good thing between like a good host could, you know, encourage the person and say, hey, this may break your site. You should go talk to the person who made your site for you. And, you know, there's kind of that relationship where it's like the host can then empower the, yeah. the and I, and I think client to talk to the developer. Yeah, the client must uh, value the, that you are being proactive, right? You are telling them, you know, upfront what's going to happen, not after the fact, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what is the difference between being a professional and an amateur, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and we, you know, we have a process where we've, uh, we have a weekly meeting with all of our clients. And so this is something we've been mentioning for you know, six months or even longer now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we, we, uh, frankly, all of, our, all of our clients are already PHP 7 compatible. So once the clients have gotten these emails, right, we've already informed them. They, they know what's happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I got it. Little, yeah, little. Uh. <laughs> good, good for radio. Definitely. Uh, we have people in the chat room that are asking all sorts of questions and doing some stuff. One in particular, which we'll we'll probably have to talk about at a, at a in a future episode that sounds pretty interesting, is this idea of someone else's code running on your customer server and having to explain to them that you you aren't WordPress. And you're oh, also nice. not all the plugins oh, that this are on the WordPress. We have to talk about this yeah, next, next week. Let's two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. All right. Yeah. Two weeks. Love this topic. Yeah, it's it's so it's such a good idea. It's like just, just you are not your plugins. That's yeah. what we should call it. You are not your code. One of the one of the joke taglines we have here at Zeke is uh, quality is not our problem. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so that's just a, there. You can tell your client that. Go ahead and use that. <laughs> awesome. Well, I want to say thank you all for coming on the show and hanging out with us. I, I really appreciate it. Manny, it's good to see you again. Cosper, it's always good to have you on. Steve, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, as always, I want to say thank you all for putting in the effort and the time to come and hang out with me and hanging out with the, the folks that are in our chat room and you're talking about stuff. So you got to start linking to the chat. I feel bad ignoring everybody, yeah. but I ha- well, I'm not yeah. used to the chat yet. So we got to make, make that sure a thing. I'll I add that into my thing of uh, being able to look you guys up with that. So go to our website at doqwatercore.com slash subscribe. That's where you can learn about subscribing to this content here.